What's going on, all you guys and gals, all you Marks and Maggies, and all of you cheapos out there? You are listening to Cheap Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Brandon Carr, joined by Dylan Sariva, the Sariva-holic, no TJ Albin, the champ. Um, TJ's message that he wanted me to give to you guys to really just to open the show up says to us that he will return next week when the when he feels the provider, he as he put it, he is ready for the world to know what he did. And I'm still here, Dylan, I don't know about you, but still here waiting for an answer of why he went about the way he did at Cheap Shot. Again, if you guys haven't watched Cheap Shot, please go ahead and do so before we continue on with this conversation and then come back and listen. But glad that he's finally going to show face. TJ, he's been at WrestleMania. seems like he's had a good time. If you guys haven't been keeping up with the Cheap Shot Instagram or the Daily Goat Instagram, you know, you should probably keep up with that to see TJ's WrestleMania experience. But just sick, man. I'm just sick of this man continuing to parade around with the CTW belt, the new CTW championship, the new look that we have for the belt. And yeah, so TJ wanted to let you guys know that he will be back next week and we'll finally hear why he did what he did. Yeah, I mean, you know, like he gets to experience WrestleMania live and in person, which, hey, whatever, you know, you want to go do that, go ahead. But, go right ahead. Um, you know, I feel like the fans deserve an explanation. We deserve an explanation. And I'm still a little upset about it. I mean, I, I know I was refereeing that match and I, I did not see that coming and, and just so frustrated to have to count that three. But, you know, I, I guess looking at this episode, it's post WrestleMania weekend and there was so much great stuff that happened at WrestleMania. Um, you know, surprise returns. Obviously, the Hall of Fame ceremony this year was great. Um, yeah, because of the Undertaker last night opened up with Triple H leaving his boots in the ring. So I mm-hmm. guarantee you, next year we're seeing Triple H enter the hall. Yep. Um, you know, but I think what we want to do really is is recap WrestleMania a little bit, Car. If I'm not mistaken, night one and night two. Yeah, that's um, where we're going to get our into. predictions, and you know. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to get into it. There was a lot that happened. I believe that I might have beaten you in the predictions because you had one less loss than me. I know we had the same amount because I think we both, I was 2-0 and to start night one because I had, who did I have one in night one? I had, um, you had um, Logan Paul and Miz, and then I think the other one was Drew McIntyre. So I was 2-0 and, and you just there. had a terrible night too. The only one I got right was Roman because Sami Zayn lost. Um, who else lost? AJ Styles lost. And I believe the last one I had was who was my last pick? Zane Styles and um Austin Theory. All That's lost. who it was. Yeah, Austin Theory. So kind of a rough night too for me, but yeah, I mean, I think we I mean we both pretty much like got the same amount of wins. I think you had one less loss because I only picked two matches at for night one, but TJ, I think, ended up beating us. He because he had, I think, a three and oh night three or night two. So because TJ had a, a, a two and a, a two and one night one, same yeah. as me. So he was five and one overall. And then night two, we had Pat, Edge, and Ro- wow. Jesus. Yeah, he's five and one. Uh, he keeps winning, I guess. In so. of his teeth, but somehow keeps finding a way to just weasel his way into uh can't wait until he comes back next week. I can't wait to just finally hear an explanation, but before we get into night one here for WrestleMania and night two, go over some of our sponsors. CTW is sponsored by Yeats.com. 
It is the newest sunglasses on the market. And for CTW fans, you can start saving on these Savage sunglasses. Use Cheap10 at checkout for 10% off of your next purchase. If you love the game of cornhole and want to take it to the next level, check out Wicked Cornhole and up your cornhole game. Check out them out at wickedcornhole.com and use Cheap10 at checkout for 10% off your next purchase. Womplex, sports complex you wish you had growing up. Full gym, new sports leagues every week. Full bar, amazing food, great food. Game room, there's a dance studio and a lot more. Please visit Womplex on 300 Industrial Way or visit womplex.com. It's located in Tiverton, Rhode Island. We got straight shooters, family billiards in Fall River. There's big cash prize tournaments and a full bar with cold ones waiting for you. Probably get the new Stone Cold beer, or not even new, but we saw that at WrestleMania quite a few times. Um, 288 Plymouth Ave in Fall River, right off of 195. Please follow them on Facebook. Just search Straight Shooters Family Billiards, and you can follow them there and take a visit, take the family over there, and you'll have a great time. It's definitely worth the trip. Peacock Sleeves, we have so many sponsors. There's just so many great sponsors here, but go check them out. Use code CHEAP10. You will get 10% off your next party shirt. Follow them on all forms of social media at Peacock Sleeves, and you can visit them at www.peacocksleeves.com. we got our great folks at Team Clicks. Um, make sure you guys use our code or you guys can type in teamclicks.com slash CTW. You can get a discount on some glasses with your favorite sports team. They have it all at Team Clicks. There's, there's a lot of great sponsors here that we have at CTW. We got a link. Obviously, for the business card side of things, you can go and use code CHEAP15. You'll get 15% off of any purchase. Step into the future of business cards with link. And then obviously, SeatGeek. If you got, hopefully you guys used our, our uh, code to get $20 off of the WrestleMania tickets. I was looking at the WrestleMania tickets and they weren't too, too expensive um, headed into night two, but hopefully you got $20 off using code cheap wrestling for the ticket. If you guys are still, you know, I know there's going to be a uh, WrestleMania backlash close to where we are in Providence. So still looking to get tickets for that. Please use our code cheap to wrestling for $20 off. Obviously, go check out our website, Shop CTW, to get our shirts. Get my shirt. Get Dylan's shirt. Don't get TJ's shirt. He doesn't deserve anything else more. And then our great sponsors with the different companies that we work with, with Showcase Pro Wrestling on 126 Main Street in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, ShowcaseProWrestling.com, the great folks that let us hold our first event in Cheap Shot. Make sure you guys go check them out and follow them on all forms of social media at SPW Wrestling. Um, got new age wrestling. Make sure you guys follow them at new age dojo and new age wrestling on Facebook. They're going to be, they're an up and start upstart company located in Springfield, Massachusetts. Worked with them a bunch. Can't wait to work with them in the future. And then finally you got upstate wrestling, another fresh wrestling promotion located in New York at one, one, 1,121 Glenwood Ave on route 46. And one last sponsorship for this episode. Shout out to me. If you're not familiar with me, my name is Peter from the Daily Goat, from the Bosox, from Pombo and Peter's Picks, the editor of this lovely WrestleMania recap show featuring Carr and Dylan. So yeah, I do it all around here. Do Walking Dead articles. Edit Bosox, edit PPP, obviously host of those two beautiful podcasts. And editing this beautiful 
WrestleMania recap show, like I just said. So, shout out to me. Shout out to the sponsors for sponsoring CTW. And yeah, Carr, great job reading those sponsorships. Alright, Peter out. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the WrestleMania recap show. Lots of sponsors. I had to get through that. <laughs> Sorry for keeping you guys waiting, but please go check out all of our great sponsors here. And now we can finally get into the week or to night one of WrestleMania. Ooh, um, thank goodness. Yeah, I know. Hey, I gotta get all of our all of our lovely sponsors in there. You know, I have to. Oh yeah, we love our sponsors. We love our sponsors. We, we love our sponsors here at CTW. But getting into night one here. Um, we can start off with – I wanted to get start off with the first match of the night because if you guys – the first match of the night was the Usos and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Hopefully Rick Boogs is okay. I think it, when I – what his injury was, I believe it was a, a left-torn quadricep, if I'm not mistaken. I think I saw that tweet. Yeah, um, I believe he tore his quad, so – just watching that and watching how it happened, like it was scary. Like I, first of all, I thought it was like a work at first. And then I saw the referee put the X up. I'm like, Oh no, something serious just happened with him. And he ended up tearing his quad. You can kind of see what ended up happening. Cause like he lifted up both Usos and like the weight, like shifted towards one side of him and it shifted on the weight that he tore his quad on. So I don't think he was, I just don't think he was able to, distribute the weight evenly and just an unfortunate injury i'm not so sure if uh the usos were supposed to win that match but they had to change the finish on the fly that was a uh, one of those situations in wrestling that are definitely scary and you just hate to see that happen um i think that had the that could have had the making to really be a great start to wrestlemania just like a great first match between two good teams and Unfortunately, sometimes a wrestling, you just got to change what ends up happening, right? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, you always see cards subject to change, everything like that. Just a weird um, injury happening to Boogs, unfortunately. Um, you know, something that Triple H was familiar with, tore both of his quads uh, throughout his career. It's going to be a bit of a recovery. We probably won't see him for a year um, if he tore his quad. You know, so unfortunate. We did see the Usos retain. You know, I think Jimmy and Jay are probably still the the, the top tag team in the WWE. Um, I agree. So, I mean, good start to them for night one. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura probably going to fade to the background a little bit now with his tag team partner out once again. But at least this time he doesn't have the IC title on him. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so that'll be it. But um, no, I mean, it was a good match up until that point and just an unfortunate injury and wish him the best in his recovery. Absolutely. And yeah, it just, it just didn't look good. And you just, you kind of just saw what happened with all that weight just being shifted on that one side. It really screwed things over for Rick Boog. So really hoping that he can recover and uh, be healthy, but skipping Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin, I don't think there was really too much to talk about with this match really, except that the end of days was finally kicked out of by Drew McIntyre. First time that move has ever been kicked out of. That's really the only takeaway that I had with that. And the spot at the end of that match where McIntyre just took his sword and just stabbed through the ring ropes and the whole, like, whole, whole, like, I think it might have been the whole top and middle rope just, like, exploded off, I thought was funny. But 
really not too much to talk about there. McIntyre ended up getting the win. I want to get your opinion on this next match, though. The Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Now, Logan Paul, he's someone that is a pretty prolific, controversial figure. He's definitely someone that has a lot of fans and a lot of people that don't like him. I assume you're kind of on that side of not liking him based on what you've said in one of our group chats before. But what did you what did you think about him like in the ring for the first time? Did you think he like like compa- like giving him a comparison to like some of the other celebrities that have like stepped in the squared circle? Like where would you like put him? Do you think he did a good job or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he did a good job for uh, celebrity and stuff like that. I just like, and I've expressed this in our group chat and e- even on the podcast before, I just, I don't love celebrities getting a major spot in a pay-per-view like WrestleMania. Um, just because like the guys work so hard all year that are on the full-time roster and stuff like that. And this is supposed to be their opportunity for a big payday. And I understand like celebrities have always had a role in WrestleMania, but I don't think they need to be in the ring as much, but where he ranks among celebrities. um, I don't think he's a Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he's as bad as like, I don't know, Mr. T versus Roddy Piper. Yeah. I felt that one. He wasn't that bad though. Like, I mean, serviceable, like uh, him and bad bunny to me kind of are on the same level. Like I think he he was, was, he was serviceable. Yeah. And he was getting real heat. Like, him doing the three amigos to Rey Mysterio hitting Eddie Guerrero's frog sp- frog splash like that got real heat. I don't know if this is. I don't think it's going to be it with Logan Paul just because of the ending with the Miz. Do what I feel like they might end up doing, which is oh my god, I'm I'm going to be shaking my head. But I have a feeling they're going to bring his brother into the mix, and I feel like they're going to do some sort of tag team match. Like versus might, the Miz I mean, and one of whoever he ends up having as his partner. They might save that for like a SummerSlam or something. I have a feeling they might do that. I don't know why. It's going to be interesting, man. I mean, I guess so. Hey, uh, you know, I do think, you know, like we had said before, WrestleMania, I do think we might be seeing the end of the Mysterios real soon. That's what I'm thinking, too. I think Dom's looking good in the ring, though. I I have to say he he looks competent in the ring now a lot more than he did when he debuted. Yeah. Yeah. And cool to get uh, Ray and Dominic to be on a WrestleMania card forever because we, we both know Rey Mysterio is not going to be around forever. Um, and I'm sure no. he's getting to that point towards the, the end of his career. Yeah, Rey Mysterio, I think, is 47. So, you know, he's going to hit that 50 mark. And, you know, he's someone that kind of his whole wrestling game is high-flying, like, and all those types of crazy moves, like going off the top rope, springboard, diving outside of the ring. And that's something that can definitely take a wear and tear on him, especially him being a smaller wrestler too. Like I think the amount of bumps that he's taken for being a smaller guy, like he's still, I think he still has some left in the tank, but it's definitely something to monitor moving forward with Ray Mysterio. If he can, how long he has left, but I do, I do think he still has like, you know, a little, I would say maybe five plus years. I don't know yeah, I, I think but, we're going to see his style slow down, but yeah, he, he's still got some time left. Absolutely. What they've been doing. So the first two nights, Gable Stevenson, the, uh, the Olympic gold medalist and the two-time NCAA champion in wrestling, they, they are, I think they have something big planned for him because they, they put him on both nights. Stephanie McMahon came up the first night and made sure to let the WWE universe know about this guy. And then night two, he got involved with um, 
with the uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match after the fact. So it just seems like that that guy is going to end up like whenever his debut is going to come, I feel like they're going to push him to the moon. And I don't know if he's going to end up being a good WWE wrestler. I mean, obviously, he's got the NCAA background like Brock Lesnar did. Um, but it's just something I was just like, man, they are going to really push this guy to the moon, aren't they? So they showed him twice on WrestleMania. They made it a an emphasis to do so. <laughs> so I was just thinking about that, too. And then, you know, like, I, I think he will do something. I'm interested to see, although he could be Veer Mahan 2.0. So that's true. Um, yeah. Moving a little further into night one, we saw Bianca Belair defeat mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. Um, we didn't really say anything about that in the prediction show. I mean, congrats to Bianca. Still one of the best women on the roster. And I mean, I don't know what else you can really say outside of that. She's awesome. And she got a great reaction from the crowd. There's a lot of people that like Bianca Belair. She's 2-0 at WrestleMania now. She's beating Sasha Banks. She's beating Becky Lynch. I kind of feel like they might – do you think that she ends up going to the next two WrestleManias and beats Charlotte and Bailey and, like, have her, like, beat all the four horsewomen? Could that, that be something would, that they could do? Yeah, that would that would actually be a cool little uh, accolade to put in the, uh, the record books there. I mean, she, she's so talented. I like Bianca a lot. Um, I liked her character in NXT. She's worked great as a heel. She's worked great as a baby face. She's great. Um, just so talented. Um, I, you know what? I, I kind of wish I would have looked at her match a little bit more in our predictions because um, I don't know. It just would have made the match even more interesting to watch. Oh, absolutely. She, she's great. And she's a talented in-ring competitor. She clearly has a fan base. A lot of people were very excited that she beat Becky Lynch and, She's gonna. She's on her way up. She is firmly in that conversation for the best women's wrestler in WWE. I mean, now she's a two-time champ, and you go on and you're two and zero at WrestleMania. You beat two of the best female competitors in the history of the company, and Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. But I don't know. I could. I could see something where they could end up doing something like that, where she beats all four horsewomen. And then that could be something to add to her legacy. She is fantastic. And congratulations to Bianca Belair. Getting into the next match. This is this was the big one here. Seth Rollins versus a mystery opponent, which we're going to get to, obviously. Everybody knows who that is by now. But Seth Rollins comes out. And they kind of, like, made us wait a while. Because <laughs> I, I, was, I was sitting here watching it. And I, like, felt like my heart, like, pounded. I'm like, all right, when is Cody Rhodes going to come out? Don't let it be Shane McMahon. Please, for the love of God, do not let it be Shane McMahon. Is it going to be The Undertaker? Is this going to be his last match? Before you know it, the the pyro goes off, lights go off, and they they made us wait a little bit longer. And then you hear that Cody Rhodes American Nightmare music hit. Boom. the, The reaction from the crowd was crazy. I was honestly surprised. I thought that he would have gotten, like, cheered and booed. My opinion, because like there's the hardcore WWE fans that don't like AEW, but my God, it was a, it was like an iconic WrestleMania moment, and like as a wrestling fan, it really gave me like goosebumps, like seeing that, and just if you had told me last year that Cody Rhodes would be going into WrestleMania in a match against Seth Rollins, I would have called you insane. I'm like, there's no way he's going back to that company. 
that he, you know, ragged on uh, multiple different occasions on AEW, poking fun at them. He's back and ends up having, I would say, the best match of WrestleMania versus Seth Rollins. It was so great. The, both wrestlers worked together just so perfectly. And you, you saw everything. You saw the pedigree from Seth Rollins. You saw the Cody cutter. You saw the crossroads multiple times. You saw it, Cody Rhodes' homage to his father, Dusty Rhodes, with the jab punches. You saw him do the cartwheel like Stardust, little Easter egg there. And it was just, it was awesome. And it's great to see Cody Rhodes in WWE again. And I'm very excited to see what they do end up doing um, with Cody Rhodes moving forward. But Dylan, what was your reaction to that whole thing with Cody Rhodes coming back? No, I mean, I, I was just as excited. I mean, Cody Rhodes, we saw left because of the treatment he was getting with the Stardust character. And he knew, you know, that that's not where he wanted to be as a character, as a wrestler, as a personality. So, and we've seen this before with guys who have left WWE, they leave, they rebuild themselves outside of the company um, and I think what made it really special was they allowed him to come back as the American Nightmare. Um, everybody knows that character. Everybody loves that that's um, Cody Rhodes's, you know, gimmick and stuff like that. And I think just made it so much better to be in the ring with someone like Seth Rollins, who's such a great worker. Um, and Cody's, you know, another talented technician as well. He's such a natural professional wrestler, so well-rounded and able to you know have a quality match with anyone i'm really hoping what comes of this in the next you know year or two is we do see him capture the thing that eluded his father his whole career a wwe world championship um you know what i'm not going to be surprised right now if um you know monday night raw tonight we're recording this monday right before raw the new championship gets introduced Mm -hmm. um because roman's obviously right now the two champ but i've I've said before they're not only going to do one belt um, and Cody goes out and wins that at, let's say, SummerSlam. Um, I just wow, think okay, it would so, so much. Yeah, I think I, I think it's hard to not want to put him in a big main event push. I mean, he clearly has a fan base. The talent's there. Because it's not like he stopped wrestling either. Like, he's rebuilt himself so well. But, I mean, maybe I'm pushing it a little bit. But I, I really do want to see Cody Rhodes win a world title on this WWE run. Um, I want to see it too, man. I wonder if they could do it where, you know how Daniel Bryan, like that whole storyline he had with like the authority, like could they like do something like that with Cody Rhodes maybe? I feel like that would be cool because, I mean, that's a great story because like Cody Rhodes comes back. Main reason as to why is because he wants to win that WWE World Championship that has eluded his entire family. Could like, I know Vince McMahon currently is in a storyline with, Pat McAfee, but I wonder if they could do something like that where they're like Cody is is like getting screwed out of that opportunity. Say he wins like the Royal Rumble or something and gets his opportunity and finally wins it maybe next year's WrestleMania. I could see them doing that. I mean, maybe they rush it and he ends up winning the world championship at SummerSlam. I could see them doing that, especially getting a win off of Seth Rollins. I think definitely warrants a discussion of potentially them doing that, but I wonder if they could do something like that. I feel like I could get behind with that type of storyline. And then you save it for the grandest stage of it all next year. And Cody Rhodes, you know, works his way there, has to overcome authority, whatever. 
and finally does it on the big stage. I wonder if they can do something like that. I feel like that would be a cool storyline. That'd be cool too. Um, I'm really interested to see what comes of this run. It's cool to have him back. And I hope, you know, he's booked the right way and stuff like that. Um, Definitely. Um, Next match on the card was uh, Ronda versus Charlotte Flair Uh, for the SmackDowns women's title. Charlotte Flair ends up uh, retaining, which I I don't think a lot of people expect that. I think people thought returning Ronda Rousey, she's going back over. Um, But a lot of us were proven wrong. What did you think about the ending? Because I know that a lot of people didn't like it. I, to give my opinion on it, I don't know if I liked it either. Um, I guess I don't completely hate it, but I feel like there could have been a better, maybe a better ending to it. Because now I think that storyline is going to continue. There's no way that those two are done. Like they're probably going to end up having a match or WrestleMania backlash or something. But if you don't know the finish, the referee gets knocked over and Ronda Rousey puts um, Charlotte in the arm bar, makes her tap out. The referee doesn't see it. Referee gets back up. Charlotte Flair hits the big boot on Ronda Rousey. One, two, three. Ends up sneaking out with a win without the referee seeing that Ronda made her tap out. So let's go to you, Dylan. What do you think about it? I guess I'm, I'm just torn, though. But let me hear your opinion. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like the worst fault, you know, finish we've ever seen um i I think it's a worthwhile finish to use every now and again um i just don't know if i would have done it on the stage of wrestlemania um me personally and i don't know i I don't really care one way or another if the champ retained or if ronda got crowned or whatever uh a little taken aback by rick flair saying this was like the best you know women's match at mania and and all that kind of stuff I, i disagree with them there um you know a little bit sloppy of a match not my favorite on night one by any means um but yeah i kind of agree i think the storyline might get dragged out a little bit now but i guess we'll have to you know just wait and see what the booking plan is um i know uh ronda was pretty pissed off that her match wasn't the main event of wrestlemania but yeah like i know she came out and had <laughs> that too but i was like nah she was definitely like very upset i would think uh, she is man and like i mean what we're about to get into next like how can it how can this not be the main event um kevin owens versus yes versus stone cold steve austin first match for stone cold in 19 years and when i when i had seen like that report that this could happen i was like no it's like that he had like a serious you know, serious injuries that really took him out of being able to compete any longer. Stone Cold's 57, you know, at this point, what is, how good and much, how good in shape is he? But this was great. And I think Kevin Owens did a fantastic job of building this up. I think he did a great job of selling his in-ring moves. And it was just, it was, I think it was really, like, it wasn't, it, of course, it's not going to be a five-star match, but it was, like, cool to see that, especially for the people who are, like, were wrestling fans in the Attitude Era, seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin every week and being so attached to him. It was just so cool to see him, like, in the rain, hit a stunner, take a stunner from Kevin Owens, going into the crowd, like, taking some bumps. And I was, I mean, I was a little nervous. I'm like, hopefully he doesn't get injured, but I thought he was fine. And 
I think the length, length of the match was fine. And it was just, it was cool to see Stone Cold back in a rain. And I think it was just overall a good, good story, I think, told by Kevin Owens. And I think Kevin Owens just did a really good job of really making Steve Stone Cold look good in the ring. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it was for what it needed to be. It fit it perfectly. Great, you know, brawl. Um, and, and just cool to see Stone Cold back. I mean, everybody loves Stone Cold. Um, just so crazy to see him 19 years after his last match. Um, you know, so if this was a final send off for the Texas Rattlesnake, I think Kevin Owens was a great opponent for him and a great way to end night one of WrestleMania. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, night one of WrestleMania was great. And for Stone Cold, just him catching, I don't know how many beers he drank for between the two nights of WrestleMania, but we'll get into night two now. But it was it was cool just to see that and cool to just see Stone Cold take a stunner. It's cool to see him take some bumps. Cool to see Kevin Owens really selling Stone Cold's moves. But getting into night two of WrestleMania here, Dylan kind of alluded it in the beginning of the show. Triple H comes out to open night two and he leaves his boots inside the ring. We knew that he retired and this was Triple H's kind of send off, I guess, is, you know, putting the boots in the ring, signifying it's over for him. And obviously a fantastic career, as we've talked about on this show. But I thought it was nice for WWE to have Triple H come out and open the show. And, you know, it was, it was brief. He didn't give out this whole speech, which I assume, like Dylan was mentioning, that we'll see that next year at the Hall of Fame. He's, he's going to be the headliner. And... Yeah, I think it was just, it was nice to just see Triple H come out and put the boots in the middle of the rain, and that's it for the game. What do you think about Dylan? My childhood is coming to an end is pretty much all yeah, I have man. to say about that, seeing, you know, Triple H, the game, it, it, Taker's retired, Kane's retired, mm. Cena's pretty much retired. Um little guys left i mean there's randy orton he still probably has a long ways to go edge is still there just, there's always it's crazy, guys left, man. But yeah i know it's it's crazy to put that in perspective and you know you have the old guard going out and then the, the first match of, of night two was the new guard austin theory and, and pat mcafee um well not the first match but or yeah first i would say the first big match i should say yeah so you have the tag team match rk bro ended up winning that Decent match. Um, RK Bro did not turn on each other like me and Dylan might have. Yeah, I really thought we were going to see him break up, but they're a great tag team. I I don't know if you listened to the interview um, that Randy Orton did on the Pat McAfee show, but like he really talked about how like Riddle like gave him like this new sense of like happiness in, in wrestling. Like he loves working with the guy, and I think they work great with each other. And it was a weird pairing at first, definitely. I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. But I think it's really worked out for both sides. And I'm not mad at them continuing to hold on to the Raw Tag Team Championships. They're fantastic together. And I think this is where Randy Orton needs to be right now. I think he's also kind of like, you know, changing the guard a little bit, uh, kind of fading a little bit away from the main title picture, but now being in the tag team division and helping Riddle boost himself up so i i think it was it's been a great parent thus far and i'm excited to see the uh these two guys uh moving forward here but bobby lashley and almost <laughs> ripped to uh, almost his push 
Bobby Lashley made pretty much quick work of him after getting beat up for the first five minutes of the match by almost, but only took one spear to take him out. So ripped to almost um, in his push, but I think for Lashley, he'll end up getting back in the, in the main title picture. Maybe he's someone that could go up against Roman in the future. I think he needs to, I think he deserves to be in that spot. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I always love seeing Lashley win. Um, Lashley is another guy that left and really rebuilt himself. And to see him have just such kind of a meh match on WrestleMania, I mean, it is what it yeah. is. Not everybody can have, you know, a, a five-star classic. But it's not his fault, man. It, it, yeah, it's no, it, it's who they put him up there against. Oh, but, no offense to almost, but he's just, I mean, he's just another one of those big men that I just feel like are, you know, I mean, there's some things that he can do athletically like a roundhouse kick i've seen him like do something like or like a spinning roundhouse kick i've seen him do that before but like he's just he has a lot of work to do i will say so not bobby lashley's fault but hopefully this puts him in a spot where he ends up getting back into that main title picture or something close to that but <laughs> getting into this next match oh my god Sami Zayn versus johnny knoxville and I, like this match was just an acid trip. Oh just, my god, this match is hysterical! <laughs> hysterical like, match, all the crazy like spots and 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 stuff like that. And you know, like I had talked about, I didn't think Sami Zayn deserved deserved to lose that. I thought it would you know destroy his career, but for what it was, that. man, like great comedy match set up Zayn freaking wee man coming out and delivering the body blows and then the body from under slam the, like from under the rain so many dick shots too like i really hope Zane <laughs> had a cup on man like jesus oh my god he was getting oh it, it was bad for him man what was it the uh bowling ball he had like that like prosthetic leg like yep. booting him the um, barbecue tongs onto the oh my god mousetrap table I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Like, he yeah, had thought the Firefly bo- Funhouse match was, you know, a trip. This was just something else. He had Party Boy come out. <laughs> Pat McAfee's commentary was hysterical during that entire match. It was just McAfee so McAfee just was makes so things so much better. Like, oh, my God. No matter what he's doing. It was hysterical. Um, there was just so much stuff. I mean, you had the big giant hand slapping Sami Zayn down on the ground from outside. And then the finish with the mousetrap. Sami Zayn being trapped, not being able to get out in Knoxville with the one, two, three. I don't think this hurt Sami Zayn. I think that was this was just great. This was such a like a funny match, and like it was just a good match to kind of throw in there. I think for WrestleMania, just to kind of you know, because you obviously will you'll bring in some more people because obviously people know Johnny Knoxville who don't watch wrestling, so people will watch that and. It was just great. It, it was it was great to see all that, and there was just so many creative things with the the whole the mousetrap table. Oh my god, the the bump that Sami Zayn took with that was just oh my god. It was it was great overall. So funny, dude! Like <laughs> it was so funny as hell, man. Funny. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> so so funny. Like honestly, like great comedy match and you know what worked really well for what they needed it to do so happy to see a a good comedy match at wrestlemania absolutely this was great um hopefully you know maybe they'll do something else with johnny knoxville in the future we'll see what ends up happening but you had the 
um, women's tag team championship match with Sasha Banks and Naomi went in. Sasha Banks' first WrestleMania victory, crazy enough to say that, but that was her first win at WrestleMania. So congratulations to Sasha and Naomi for winning. Um, Edge and AJ Styles was next, and this was a great match. Obviously, two guys that work very well inside the ring. They're two of the better wrestlers in the world, and obviously you were going to get a great match. But um, the ending was interesting, man. Damian Priest came out. Distracted Sami Zayn, and it gave the opportunity for Edge to hit the spear in, in midair. And I think we got Brood 3.0 coming. This is what it feels like. That'll be so sick, dude. Like, maybe not exactly the Brood, but, you know, sort of along that line of this. Uh, I guess it would be, yeah, no, because it's a little different. I, I guess sort of WWE's answer to the House of Black. Um, yeah. You know, not, not exactly the same. I don't want to compare the two, but. I want to see where this Edge and Damian Priest storyline goes. Um, great match between Edge and AJ. Uh, you know, even at their – they're both in their 40s. I mean, they're mm-hmm. mid-40s, and they can both still just go and go and go. That superplex on the apron, dude. Like, oh yeah, you're not going to tell me, like, that felt good for Edge. Like, I'm sure the guy was in the back taking, you know, four or five Motrin after that. Like, that, yeah, that can't feel good, dude. Like, no. that can't feel good. I mean, they, those two guys will put their bodies on the line. They love the business. They love going in there. And you just got two guys who have bright minds in the business and who just put on a lot of fantastic matches. And you just saw them both be able to do that at WrestleMania. So I'm interested in seeing how this Edge of Damian Priest thing works out. I wonder if there could be a third that joins them to create a faction. I don't know who that's going to end up being. Um I feel like it could be someone from NXT. I can't really pinpoint somebody, but I don't know. They, I feel like they could go in that route. I think it's going to be interesting and definitely a partnership that I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Uh, New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Uh, Sheamus and Ridge Holland ended up winning really nothing to really talk about. It was kind of a quick match. Um, I thought it was nice that, uh, Kofi and Xavier paid homage to Big E with their ring attire. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, but getting into this match, uh, there's a lot to talk about with Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Um, I guess to start, um, Pat McAfee had the entire crowd bumping, playing Seven Nation Army, a song that like just gets you going. Like you hear oh, that yeah. at like football games, college football games. It was electric. It was electric in AT-AT Stadium. And, man, Pat McAfee is so over. It's not it, It's not even funny. Like, it's crazy. I saw so many signs in the crowd for Pat McAfee, the reaction that Pat McAfee was getting. I loved that Michael Cole was getting into it, hoping that Pat McAfee was going to come up on top. It, it was great. And McAfee got a, got a W at WrestleMania against Austin Theory. And with Mr. McMahon sitting at ringside, it wasn't going to end just there. And um, before we get into that, though, Dylan, I want to get your thoughts overall for the, the match itself. What, how did you, what did you think and how do you think these two wrestlers perform, especially Pat McAfee getting the W? I mean, phenomenal. Uh, Austin Theory looked really good, um, you know, sold the offense really well. Pat sold Theory's offense really well. A good mix of, you know, in-ring action and, you know, sort of showboating and, and crowd interaction on the sides. Um, Pat McAfee has any crowd eating out of the palm of his hand like he's at a petting zoo. 
Um, and then that whole spot, which I know everyone's seen of Pat doing the, you know, the backflip off the top rope, like, and landing on his feet. Like, that was crazy, man. I mean, Pat McAfee's only been in the ring a handful of times, and he doesn't need to be a full-time wrestler. But these, like, special matches he has, the guy is so talented. He is great. And then getting up after that, jumping up to the top rope and then giving Austin Theory a superplex. I mean, do you think even like I know he didn't hit the Swanton bomb, but he like got up pretty high and was able to execute the motion of it. He's great. And I think Pat McAfee just he's so over with the crowd. And I'm just excited how the storyline is going to go because Pat McAfee wasn't done yet. <laughs> Vince McMahon. 76 years old. 76. Let me put that in perspective. Is he the oldest person to ever step foot in the ring? He might be. 76 years old. Challenges Pat McAfee to a match. He rips the shirt off. I'm like, oh my God. Miss Vince McMahon's about to have a match at WrestleMania. Isn't Dude he? is 76 years old. And 76 years old. On man. The juice, man. Yes, bro. Like... They he sent a video. Um, this was on the I Pat McAfee that. show. Of him, like, I don't know if this was real, but he was squatting a thousand pounds for a 76 year old man. I was like, bro, man is an animal. Like, I love like what? McMahon. Like, that he's nuts, and like, I hate some of his business decisions, but like, as a professional wrestling character, there is no one that outdoes Mr. McMahon, bro. Like, Mr. McMahon, bro. I remember, I forget who gave an interview like a while ago on Vince being like, it was like 3 30 in the morning, and Vince texted him, Hey, what are you doing? Like 3 a.m. He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm getting ready to go train. Vince is like, Yeah, I've been up for an hour doing that. It's like, <laughs> That's this when- man is 60 something years old. Like, when do you sleep? That's when Vince McMahon sent the video to Pat McAfee. It was like 3 a.m. When he sent that video of him doing a thousand pound squat, I was like, he's nuts, dude. He's an animal, bro. And, you know, obviously there weren't that many bumps in this match. And it was just McMahon dominated McAfee and McMahon ended up winning, but wasn't over yet. Because <laughs> guess who comes out again for a second time? Stone Cold, Steve Austin. And, you know, with Stone Cold and Mr. McMahon, you're going to see something iconic. And <laughs> I don't know if uh, it was too iconic because. Austin Theory, first of all, had one of the best sells I've ever seen for the Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, then, that was great. But then, follow that up. Grant, I'm going to give Vince McMahon a pass because he's 76 years old. But, oh, my God. That was the worst stunner I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm, I'm not going to – I like, I'll give Mr. McMahon the benefit of the doubt because he's 76 and he probably doesn't want to take that bad of a bump. But, holy crap. That was, I, I like laughed so hard when I saw that. I'm like, oh my God. It was just, it was so bad. But Stone Cold ended up coming out and helping Pat McAfee and then giving him the stunner afterwards because why not? Because he's Stone Cold. He drank like 35 beers, maybe 40. I don't know how many he drank at Wrestle, both nights of WrestleMania. But what did you think about that whole thing there with those two? Oh my God. So, so nuts. I mean, unnecessary a hundred percent, but just the funny little moment again at, at WrestleMania and then, you know, setting up for probably one of the biggest main events in quite a while. Um, you know, good way to cool the crowd off a little bit. So they're not too dead for the main event. Um, I think so. Yeah. Just a good moment. I mean, everybody loves stone cold, but 
oh boy car this main event was something oh my god man <laughs> but yeah getting into the main event roman reigns and brock lesnar um called it the biggest wrestlemania match of all time obviously a little bit of i think over exaggeration but i think i i think we both kind of knew how this was gonna go and it was a finisher fest it's multiple f5s multiple spears the kimura lock you got it you had all of it you had um you had just a a flurry of a flurry of finishers hopefully i said that right um just between the two guys and Roman Reigns ended up winning. He's the undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Universal Champion. He's got both belts. And I think all three of us, me, you, and TJ, had Roman Reigns winning as a walk. He is he has solidified himself as the most, maybe not the best in-ring wrestler in the world, but he's on top right now. And this guy's title reigns has continued. He's had the title since August of 2020. Crazy enough to really put that in perspective. And he is just not lost. He's dominated. Roman Reigns at this point looks unbeatable. And I have no idea who's going to take that title off of him. I have zero idea because he just doesn't seem like he's going to lose it. The match wasn't too long. So, I mean, it wasn't a great main event match, but wow. Uh, Roman Reigns is the most dominant wrestler right now in the world. <laughs> it's so nuts, man. Like Roman Reigns has just completely made himself into a, not a fan favorite in the sense of he's a baby face, but has such captivated people as a heel. This heel turn has been. Oh my God, man. Probably the most revitalizing thing he could have done for his career. The best thing that hasn't lost. To- he hasn't been pinned since 2019. Um, Crazy. 20- it's 2022. Like it, man it, in this December is going. I mean, I don't think it will last that long, but we'll have gone three years without suffering a pinfall victory. I don't just- know, man. I it could. I don't know who's going to be. Oh, it, it most certainly could, but I just, <laughs> I, it's just so nuts, man. This main event was so good. Like you said, a million finishers, um, but just like capped off a, a very solid WrestleMania that we, you know, really finally coming out of um, since COVID started. Um, pro- this has probably been the best WrestleMania in the, you know, three years or so we've been dealing with it. Um, Might be right, man. You know, and just such a good way to cap it off. Um, will this be the end of Brock Lesnar? I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm throwing the idea out there. Okay. Well, um, even, you know, if Lesnar retires, there's another guy in the Hall of Fame class next year, uh, without a doubt. You think um, Lesnar would retire? He could, man. I mean, I, I don't know. It's the dude, not that he's old or anything, but like, what else is there for him to accomplish at this point? I guess that's a fair statement. Um, you know, I would I would probably say he he was in the biggest WrestleMania main event in the last decade, 2012. Wow, he, he that could be that could be it. Um like I know you had 26, 27, 28 with Taker and and the once in a lifetime was seen in the rock, but like I, I know Cena in the Rock was built so heavy, but like 
I just feel like this match was like meant so much for the company. Um, sure. Okay. You know, that. outside of kayfabe and in kayfabe, like just such a big match, and it you know played out really well. Um, I like how WrestleMania capped off Roman Reigns at the top of the mountain still. Um, and man, am I interested to see what happens going forward. This was, it's going to be just, a good year for WWE. Yeah, I think so. And I think it was uh, overall, I mean, there were duds that we really didn't talk about. Like we really didn't get into some of those, but there were some good moments for WrestleMania. And I think overall it was a good event. I mean, obviously not every single pay-per-view is going to be perfect and you're going to have those matches that don't do much of anything but there was a lot of great things to take away from super excited to see this year for wwe and for whoever i don't know who's going to be roman reigns i the only person that i could have thought it was going to be brock lesnar but he didn't even do that so maybe they'll end up having a match at wrestlemania backlash i just roman reigns is unbeatable right now and he i just don't see who that's going to be <laughs> Could they hold on to have Roman Reigns hold on to the belts until Gable Stevenson is going to end up being a, a viable competitor? Maybe. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know who that's going to be. I don't think it'll be the rock next year. Like I don't think they're going to give the rock the championship. So I don't know. I, I really don't know, but very exciting way to kick off the new uh, WWE season after WrestleMania, Raw's going to be tonight. You know, obviously this podcast will have been up after Raw was over, but very excited to see what WWE has planned and what a night, it, what a, what two nights it was for WrestleMania. And me and Dylan are very glad to talk about it. But TJ, like I said, we'll be back next week and. We'll finally hear what he has to say. I, I'm, I'm dying to know. I've been left on red. I've been just ignored when I've, I've asked him. He's just been telling me to do this, this, and that. Being the hot shot that he is with this new belt. But very excited to see what he has to say next week. But thank you guys so much for listening to Cheap Talk Wrestling this week. Make sure you guys follow us on all forms of social medias. At Cheap Wrestling. Dylan. Can say it more than once or twice for me, please. M, please remember to follow Edgy Wrestling, Edgy Wrestling, Edgy Wrestling, Edgy Wrestling, Edgy Wrestling, Edgy Wrestling, Edgy Wrestling. Wow, that was like six or seven. So follow on us at Cheap Wrestling. That's eight. Make sure you guys listen to us on all forms of podcasting: Apple, Spotify, the Yo Man. Columbia.edu.gov. The dot no 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 the dot edu just dot edu correct the dot whatever edu. it is please make sure to listen to us on all forms of social uh, all forms of podcasts and follow us on all forms of social media at cheap wrestling thank you guys so much for listening to cheap uh, ctw this week and we will see you guys next week along with tj who will be back later <laughs>